Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Per popular request, I am bringing the next installment of this We Were Warned series. I mentioned in my recent video on Malachi Martin talking about various three days of darkness events and chastisements that were to come in the latter days that Blessed Anna Maria Taiji was a figure that you should be aware of as well. And I gave a little hint of some of the things that she saw in her mystical experiences in that video. Today we're going to dive a little deeper into who she was and what it was she warned of. Just remember that as we talk about essentially two kinds of chastisement here, the Old Testament and the New Testament both confirm that in the later days, in the days before the second coming of our blessed Lord and the end of all, there will be chastisements that rock the world. This is, you know, called various things, including the judgment of nations. There will be anguish, the enemies of Christ will be destroyed, and many of our so-called elder brothers will be converted and will become truly our elder brothers in the faith. The world led by a righteous doer of justice, according to Hildegard von Bingen, also saw such things, will lead the church to a new period in those later days. That has not come to pass yet, and Blessed Anna Maria Taiji also had similar visions. She was in the 18th century. She lived in the late 18th century and into the 19th century. She, was, uh, she lived in Rome. She was a housewife and mother of seven children. She had various mystical experiences, including a mystical sun, like orb of light that she saw, which I'm sure some would, saw, would call a, you know, probably brain tumor or something, but that's not what it was. She saw this at all times, and this is where she had her mystical experiences. And if you scoff, she was thoroughly investigated by the church in her time. She had a, well, member of Pope Pius VII's household who took notes on her visions, who wrote down 4,000 pages of notes on the things she said and submitted them to the Holy Father at the time. And after she passed away in the 1830s, they sat until Pope Pius IX in 1863 began the beatification process, which really went in full steam, starting with Pope Pius X. She was beatified by Pope Benedict XV. And nothing much has come since then. So she is not a canonized saint, per se. However, if you find her messages compelling, there is no sin in asking for the prayer, the intercession through prayer of a beatified figure in the church, especially one who has been largely forgotten by the laity. But take note also how long it took for her beatification to come to pass. It started with Pope Pius IX in the 1860s. And it didn't really get any real force behind it until Pius X in the first decade of the 20th century, and then formally beatified by Pope Benedict XV during the First World War. Sources for a lot of this in my show notes at returntotradition.org if you want to go find do a little digger deeping. A couple things that she predicted in her life that did come to pass while she was still alive. She predicted the abdication of Charles IV, the King of Spain. She predicted the fall of Napoleon Bonaparte, which she outlived. She predicted the actual date of the liberation of Pope Pius VII. She knew about the date and the time of the death of Napoleon Bonaparte. 
she outlived him by 20 years. This was not something that she could have gotten from the news or something, and she lived to see these come to pass. She announced that a terrible affliction from God would break forth in Rome as a chastisement, which started on the day after she died, among other things. So the priest who took the notes for her was a Monsignor Raphael Natali. He was a priest and secretary at, of the chamber master of Pius VII. And again, he recorded her prophecies and, and, all, and her mystical experiences in more than 4,000 handwritten pages. The beatification process was introduced by Pope Pius IX in 1863 and concluded by Benedict XV in the first, during the First World War. So, here is her first chastisement message. And a lot of these will come from some things that Monsignor Natalie himself wrote, and others will be direct quotes from her. In the latter times, we are told, things will be so convulsed that man would no longer be able to put things in order, but the omnipotent arm of the Lord will remedy everything. She, the Blessed Virgin, told me that the great scourge of the earth had been mitigated, but not that of heaven, for it would be horrible, shocking, and universal. Truly, the universal nature of the coming chastisement makes it a judgment of nations. The great chastisement would occur long after the the holy people of her time had been buried. It will arrive unexpectedly, and in it the wicked will be destroyed. I saw the earth enveloped in flames, and many buildings crumbling. The earth and heaven seem to be in agony. Many millions will, will perish by steel, some in wars, others in conflicts, and millions more by unforeseen death, and this throughout the whole world. As a result, entire nations will return to the unity of the Catholic Church. Many from Turkey, Gentiles and Hebrews will be converted in a way that will surprise Catholics, who will be amazed by the fervor and observance that they will show in their lives. In short, Our Lady told me that the Lord wanted to purge the world and his church, and for that he had prepared a new crop of souls, who unknown would appear to perform great works and surprising miracles. Our Lady told me that after the Lord had cleansed the earth with wars, revolutions, and other calamities, heaven would begin its chastisement. For at the end of this scourge, there would be a general convulsion of shocking meteorological phenomena with many who would not survive. The servant of God told me several times, the Lord showed her in the mysterious sun the universal triumph of the renewed church by a manner so great and surprising that she could not describe it. That was interspersed with direct quotes from Monsignor Natalie himself through his conversations. Again, a member of Pope Pius VII's personal household. That was just the chastisement. It was not the three days of darkness message that she had, which I went over in my previous video, but I'll go over again here. But she also had a vision also of a holy prelate who would help restore the church. This is something also that multiple mystics have said about the coming chastisement, that after the chastisement, the church would be restored. Those who were members of schismatic groups would cease to be members of those groups and would fall to their knees and convert to the faith led by a holy prelate of some kind. The mystics are a little vague on who it is, but we get some details here. But first, let's do the three days of darkness. There shall come over the whole earth an intense darkness lasting three days and three nights. Nothing will be able to be seen, and the air will be laden with pestilence, which will claim mainly, but not only, the enemies of religion. It will be impossible to use any man-made light during this darkness except blessed candles. 
He who out of curiosity opens his window to look out or leaves his home will fall on the spot. During these three days, people should remain in their homes, praying the Holy Rosary and begging God for mercy. All the enemies of the church, known and unknown, will perish over the whole earth during that universal darkness, with the exception of a few whom God will soon convert. The air shall be infected by demons who will appear under all sorts of hideous forms. After the three days of darkness, Saints Peter and Paul, having come down from heaven, will preach throughout the world and designate a new pope. Their great light will flash from their bodies and settle upon the future pontiff. There shall be innumerable conversions of heretics who will return to the bosom of the church. All will note the edifying conduct of their lives, as well as that of all other Catholics. The most notorious schismatic nations of our time will come to the church. I don't know if she's speaking literally about Saints Peter and Paul here, or if there's a figurative thing, the spirit of them will be will be just on full display for everyone, or if literally Saints Peter and Paul, like Enoch and Elijah, will come down from heaven. People conveyed that. I don't think there's a correct answer to that. Let me know in the comments what you think is the likely scenario there. But we can now move on to the restoration of the church, the triumph in the restoration of the church. We're reminded that this restoration of the church will be done in the aftermath of the chastisements, the three days of darkness and the material chastisement. And according to Blessed Anna Maria Taiji, our Lord told her, quote, that when the renewed church takes shape, only few will remain, very few. And they will be extremely surprised and filled with fear, seeing all that was done by God, how they should love God and what they have suffered for God. It is not for you, Maria Taiji, to see this. So she did not know what it looked like. But she described this as the reign of Mary, when those of all other faiths, if you want to call them that, will convert to Catholicism. She said that after the chastisement ends, the great convulsions of nature and loss of life, a heavenly era will start, a triumph so great and astounding that she was left dumbfounded just hearing of it. Here are the words that she used to describe it. And the man that she saw that will be the key figure to this restoration. Do you see him? Observe. Contemplate him. Behold the apostolic soul, the man who fights for the vineyard, the one equal to those who fought so much for my glory. His efforts, his sweat, his works will be rewarded in paradise with such a glory that no human mind can imagine. The love I have for this person is so great that it will be only known in paradise. He is truly a zealous man, a man with no stain. He has no human ends, no self-interest. And since his earliest youth, the vice of flattery never touched him. This is the same figure that St. Hildegard of Bingen called the innocent one, possibly the angelic pontiff of the post-chastisement period. Those are the messages of Blessed Anna Maria Taiji. But if you want to read these messages for yourself, I have a sources citation list for books and things on my show notes at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this website with a, or the name of my channel with a .org at the end. It's right there below my name tag, actually. Go check it out. That website's a good play, backup place to follow me as well. Her messages include the angelic pontiff from the sounds of it, the, the essential material chastisement that our glorious leaders and their great ineptitude seem to be hurtling us towards, and the three days of darkness when it appears that, to borrow, use a terrible metaphor to describe it, our Lord will pull the plug on the modern world. Curious what you think of this, so let me know in the comments, please. 
Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.